This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Tuesday the 19th of December. In your Squiz today, Queensland deals with dramatic floods. Aussies are focused on the cost of living, a bad 12 months on our roads, and what kind of air traveller are you? This is your Squiz Today. Alice, we spent a lot of last week talking about Cyclone Jasper heading for far north Queensland, and this week we are talking about that storm's after effects. Residents in the region are under severe weather warnings after record downpours and flooding. Yeah, so emergency crews up there have carried out more than 300 rescues so far, and that includes people who have been forced by the rising water to climb onto their roofs. Yesterday, the Defence Minister Richard Miles also confirmed that the Defence Force is involved. HMAS Cairns is helping with rescues in the area and choppers are providing assistance to isolated residents. And at the state level, Queensland's new Premier Stephen Miles said every single resource is being allocated to keep people safe. But Alice, let's talk about some of the records being set by these floodwaters. Well, up in Cairns, they're expecting their worst flooding on record. James Cook University professor Jonathan Knott says that floodwaters are 30 to 40% higher than the 1977 flood, which up until now was the biggest on record. And north of Cairns in the Daintree region, the river levels have gone above the 2019 flood records. In one spot up there, at least 684 millimetres of rain fell in the 24 hours to yesterday morning. And also for the Indigenous community of Wujul Wujul, which is about 70 kilometres south of Cooktown, authorities have had to step in after the town was cut off by floodwaters. They're hoping to evacuate all of its residents there this morning. As for what happens next, Alice, the forecast from the Bureau of Meteorology is that the rain will continue to ease today, which probably doesn't mean too much for the residents. The ground is drenched, so the floodwaters are expected to stay around for a while. And as for the cost of the disaster, it is early days, but State Treasurer Cameron Dick says Queensland is set for a, quote, billion dollar impact. Alice, an ongoing story from the last few weeks has been the defamation trial that Bruce Lerman is bringing against Network 10 and Lisa Wilkinson over the interview they aired with Brittany Higgins, where she described an alleged rape from an unnamed colleague. Late last night, we heard a central figure in that case had given evidence. Yeah, so that's Fiona Brown. She's the former chief of staff to Linda Reynolds and the former boss to Lerman and Brittany Higgins. In a closed session late yesterday, she said that it entered her mind that an assault could have taken place after she was informed that security had found Higgins naked on the sofa of the minister's office. But during the first meeting, Brown says Higgins didn't tell her that she was assaulted. Brown is right in the middle of this story. She's been accused of orchestrating a political cover-up and she's also claimed that she was cast aside by the coalition when things got too difficult. Looking ahead, Network 10 has flown in a UK-based lip reader as part of its defence and they could take the stand as early as today. That trial is expected to wrap up this week. 
Given that Cozzy Lives was the Macquarie Dictionary's word of the year, you might not be too surprised to learn that it is the top issue that Aussies want the government to focus on. That is according to a poll published yesterday from the Australian Financial Review and Freshwater Strategy. That poll found that 71% of us want the government to focus on the cost of living, and that's way ahead of housing, which is at 43%, and health and social care at 28%. And Alex, it also gives us a bit of a political snapshot for the halfway mark of Anthony Albanese's three-year term. On the two-party preferred basis, the survey says that Labor and the Coalition are neck and neck with 50% each, and Albanese is only just beating Peter Dutton as the preferred PM as well. Albanese is on 43% and Dutton is on 39%. Newspoll also had a poll out and that showed a slightly better set of numbers for Labor, with them winning the two-party preferred vote with 52% to the Coalition's 48 But as we always say here on The Squiz, we take these polls with a big old grain of salt. Alice, the Christmas driving season is coming up, and I hope squizzers take this next story as a reminder to be careful and safe on the roads. Newly published data says that the last 12 months have been the worst for road deaths for at least four years. Yeah, those numbers are from the Australian Automobile Association. It says that in the 12 months leading up to the end of November, 1,253 people have been killed on Aussie roads, and that's an increase of around 6% compared to last year. South Australia is leading that increase. It recorded a 61% jump in fatalities from 70 road deaths up to 113. And New South Wales isn't too far behind. It had a big jump of around 24% from 286 fatalities up to 354. The Automobile Association released those statistics alongside a call for governments to be more transparent with the road data that they have. The association says it wants to see, quote, Crucial data on the quality of Australian roads, the causes of crashes, and law enforcement patterns. Alice, any squizzers listening who might be taking flights over the holidays will probably be one of two kinds of airport people. When their plane is called for boarding, they will either be the type to linger in their seat as long (laughs) as possible, or they will line up immediately. Uh, I myself, I am a sitter. Well, Alex, I'm a little bit ashamed to say that if I'm not already standing, I do stand up immediately. (laughs) But it is to stretch my legs out a little bit before the flight because I'm deeply concerned about getting deep vein thrombosis. (laughs) So that's just a little bit of my defence. But for people who do like to stand up as soon as possible, like me, Apparently, the airline staff have a not very flattering name for us. They call (laughs) us gate lice. Psychologists have some guesses about our behaviour. One reckons that the line standers could be conformists who see others lining up and think it's the right thing to do. But another explanation is competition. One professor says that those lining up early might be worried about the flight being overbooked or worried about getting their bags into the overhead lockers. Alice, I try and fit all of my overhead luggage into the back of the seat in front of me, just try and squeeze (laughs) it into that little mesh sack. (laughs) That's your strategy. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Squiz the Day, Alice, and today I want to shout out the episode of Squiz Shortcuts that dropped earlier today in this very podcast feed. Now, on Squiz Shortcuts, we normally do a deeper dive into the big news stories, but this week for our last episode of the year, Claire and I followed up on some of the stories that were huge this year in 2023, but need a little more follow-up at the end of the year. Things like the Titan Submersible or Whatever Happened to Andrew Tate. It is a good episode and it's right there in your podcast feed already. Yeah, worth giving a listen to over the holidays. And one other thing for today is a PSA that we have in our newsletter, which is the fact that you've only got a few days to post your final Christmas cards and parcels. The deadline for Standard Post closed yesterday, but if you're willing to ship Express, then you've got until Thursday to post your stuff to arrive by Christmas. That's a good shout to sign up to the Squiz Today newsletter. (laughs) And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.